Have you ever been tempted to commit suicide? Real life starts now. Welcome to Real Life with Evangelist Han and Kathleen Lay, where people with real problems find answers in a real God. Welcome to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Later in the show, you'll hear from Trina Olson, who was on our previous show, who felt like she had so many bad things that happened in her life, so she attempted suicide. Mm. You know, I think more and more we hear about people who have committed suicide and it's so heartbreaking. I know that when I was a teenager, those thoughts came to me. And even in our marriage for a little while, I was struggling with it. And there are many different reasons why someone would have those thoughts. And I know that there are people who lose their jobs or they get caught having an affair with someone or they feel like their life is over, a breakup. Even teenagers, they go through so many things, being bullied. There's a conglomerate of reasons why someone might start having those thoughts. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, it comes to a place of hopelessness or feeling trapped or no way out. And they think that might be the answer. Yeah. And then, you know, our minds can be, you know, barraged by so many of these thoughts Mm -hmm. like, oh, it would do the world a favor if I wasn't here anymore. Mm. These types of thoughts. But whenever we feel like everything is against us and we feel like, you know, I should just end my life. Mm. Don't. Because the Bible says, Psalms 34, 18 through 19, it reveals something so amazing. It says that the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit. Mm -hmm. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And what's amazing about that is that if you're feeling like your heart is broken, something's going on in your life, God is near you. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is reach out to him. He is there. Another thing is, many are the afflictions of the righteous. Even the righteous are going to go through problems. You know, you're going to go through problems, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Mm. God will deliver you. Yes, it might be bad right now, but tomorrow is going to be a different day. Mm -hmm. It's going to change five years from now, 10 years from now. Don't make a quick decision on ending things where, you know, things are going to change. You can't make an eternal decision based on temporary circumstances. Yeah, because this too shall pass. And that's what happened in my life. When I felt like I was trapped, there was no way out, but God made a way. And when you seek him, you release all your pain and hurt to him. He will help you. You are not alone. He Mm. loves you. He will be with you. And this time next year, everything could be completely different. So don't lose hope. Do not give up. We're here for you. Give us a call. We want to pray with you and help you as well at 877-480-4477. And we're going to hear from someone who overcame this. And you can too. Let's hear from Trina after the break. Real life is made possible by people like you. We'd like to take this opportunity to sincerely thank you for your generous support. We couldn't do it without you. May God bless. Welcome back to Real Life. I'm your host, Kathleen Light, and joining me is my husband, Evangelist Don Light. Hello, everyone. Joining us once again is Trina Olson. She was on our previous show sharing with us how she was a tomboy. She loved sports. She played really well, tried her best, and ended up going through a series of events where people in her family, close people in her family, passed away, including her sister, And after heartache and a breakup, she was led to a point of wanting to commit suicide. And there's more to it. We're going to have her share right now. Trina, thanks for being with us. 
Thank you for having me. Yes, I understand that as you were growing up doing sports, that people started to categorize you in a wrong way, and it led you to a broken relationship. If you could just touch on that and the series of events that led you to want to commit suicide. Yeah, I was a you know young teenager trying to struggle finding your identity, not really fitting into anywhere or anyone. And my world got rocked when my sister was killed in a car accident when I was 14. And she was like my best friend. Mm. And 11 months later, my dad is killed in an accident at work. You know, how do you deal? How do you cope? Because back then, no counselors ever approached me to talk to me. No parents ever really came and asked me how I'm doing. And so I just maneuvered through life as best I can. I really dove into sports because I had a lot of anger, a lot of feeling that it should have been me, even though I wasn't in the car and I wasn't at the work site. I had no value and I felt like my family members had more value than I did. And when I was 17, my niece was killed in a car accident and she was four years old. And that really rocked our world. Like how much can one family deal with? Mm. So You know, as a young kid, you just push down all that pain and all that anger. I was mad at my dad for dying, you know, because he wasn't there for my mom. And so 18 years later, I am riddled with a lot of medical problems. And I believe a lot of it was from being angry and having resentment and bitterness and unforgiveness, you know, for my dad dying and not being there. Mm -hmm. But all that pain inside, I believe, was eating away in my body. Yeah. And you were at a place where you were just done with it. You even had a disappointment in a relationship Yes, and had a job where you finally said, you know what, this is the final disappointment. I'm ending my life. Can you tell me about that? That one day, everything came to a crashing halt in my life, and I couldn't see past ending it. It was like a switch that flipped, and it's like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I am just done. Mm -hmm. I lost all hope. And as I got to that place of not feeling like I can be successful in a relationship, not being successful in my job, you know, I felt like I was a failure in life. Mm -hmm. I had no hope. It was like, I just couldn't take any more. Like there was nothing else to give. There was no joy. There was no love. There was no peace. And so I was on an old back road that I knew was really windy. And it had just rained that day. And it was a hot summer day. And I knew the roads would be slick. And I knew if I went fast enough and I didn't let go with my foot being on the pedal, that it would be over. So my car is going way too fast on the windy road. And as the car loses control, it goes up an embankment. And as I'm on that embankment, my car does something unexpected. It should have flipped. That's all I can say. The car should have flipped. I don't know what transpired that day, but I remember thanking God for giving me the courage. And in that moment... It was like the hand of God grabbed a hold of my car and turned it around heading the opposite direction. I have a five-speed car. It didn't stall. It didn't buck. It completely shut off. And I heard the audible voice of God. And he said, you can continue to be stupid, but I have a plan for your life. And I'm like, who is that? What? I am like looking around in the car like, who is talking to me? And I realized it was God. I didn't know that God talked to you. 
like literally heard an audible voice from God talking to me, telling me that he had a plan for my life. And I felt different. I felt like that person who was on that embankment, I didn't know anymore. I felt like there was hope and there was life for the first time in my life. I felt like I had a purpose. Mm. Wow, that's so powerful. In one moment, as you're driving with the pedal to the metal, you're going off an embankment and you're thanking God for giving you the courage to take your life. But he says something very contrary. And he said to you, basically, what are you doing? This is stupid. I have a plan for your life. Yeah. And your whole life was changed. Yeah. And after that moment, what were you thinking and how did you begin to live your life? Over the next year, I just felt like the Holy Spirit really came alive in my life. And the Bible came alive. I couldn't read. I had problems with comprehension. And the Bible literally came alive. I started to read it. And I started to realize that, wow, they're talking about healings and I need healed. Because it didn't get healed that day. But like depression left and hopelessness left. And I started to grab a hold of the scriptures and I started putting my name in some of the scriptures and declaring healing over my body. Mm. And nine months later, God starts to heal my body left and right. Mm. And I had this encounter where I saw my dad walk out of this heavenly environment and I got to ask him to forgive me of hating him and all the unforgiveness. And he hugged me in that encounter And I feel the embrace of the Father for the first time in my life. The very next day, I'm at a healing conference. And I didn't know anything about these healing conferences. I was just going to see what it was all about. And this girl gets a word of knowledge for a blockage in the upper digestive system. And when she prays for me, I feel a rubber band snap inside. Wow. I've never been sick since. It's been amazing. (laughs) Wow, what a beautiful testimony, Trina. And there are people listening right now who want to know, is Jesus the way, the truth, and the life? And I am hopeless right now. I have been through a lot of disappointment just like her. What would you say to someone who wants to end it right now? I would say that in the midst of that hopeless spot, just keep pressing through because Life is too short to give up. And in that moment, the lies will quit and the torment will stop. In that moment, reach out to God. Ask him to come and invade your life because he is the only way through Jesus. And he's real and he is tangible and he can change your life. Well, we're going to pray for those who need a touch from God and need to know that God does have a plan and a purpose for their lives. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. You know, I think that that's a very realistic situation. I think a lot of people come to the point where they're at the end of themselves and they feel like, I have no value. I have no purpose. Why should I continue? And I would say this as if God were saying it to you himself, is that you have a purpose. I think that was the message that really came through. Whoever's listening, you have a purpose. God has formed and fashioned you in your mother's womb for such a time as this. Don't lose sight. See the unseen. God has already seen it. And if you can't see it, invite God into your life. Invite Jesus into your life so that he can begin to show you what you haven't seen yet. Jesus, I'm praying for that person. Right now, Lord Jesus, we're asking you to come into our lives 
and to open our eyes, give us a 180-degree turn in our lives so we can see your plans, your purpose, and to see who you are. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you need prayer, give us a call, 877-480-4477. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to Real Life.